We are live. We are back live on Facebook. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. I don't think it's a ban. I think it's literally just my technical capabilities. Anyways, welcome everybody to the Jonathan Kogan show. It's great to be with you today. It's always good to be with you today. Got to start off with the spiel. If you haven't subscribed to the Jonathan Kogan show, wherever you get your podcasts or on rumble at rumble.com forward slash ownership economy, please subscribe Apple podcast, Spotify, overcast, whatever, get out of that embed player that you're listening to this in open your podcast player and give the Jonathan Kogan show some love. We're working hard out here trying to get the truth to you. So as you now, as you know, by now, the powers that be hate you. Um, they pretty much, they, they want you dead or they want you to be a slave. So that's cool. That's cool, I suppose. No, that's not cool. We're not cool with that. But we have people with courage and bravery, like the Jonathan Cogan Show, to get the truth to you. So let's jump into it, where I get asked all the time, data, statistics, data, statistics. Well, today we have a podcast full of data and statistics. We got Edward Dowd, who has been all right about everything for like the past two years on this stuff and called everything. He uh, He's very good with statistics and numbers, and I'll get into him in a second. And then we go with someone else we found this podcast before or her clips before, Dr. Naomi Wolf, who has also been a truth teller, a real hero on the battlefield with us, fighting for you, fighting for the people, fighting for the everyday peasants to hold on to their freedom. And we love people like that because – Literally, that is a not only a gigantic economical market gap by people not telling the truth, which is just mind blowing to me because in the short, I mean, all this stuff's coming out now. There's not much longer they have till their reputations are tarnished for life. So not only economically, but just morally, morally telling the truth. Like it's, it's, I, I, it's hard to even think of what the other options like I'm someone's going to sit in front of a microphone all day lying to their listeners. That sounds so stupid. That sounds like the worst business plan. And it sounds like a horrific time. It's something I want no part of. That sounds terrible. Hey, what do you do for a living? I lie to my fans. Oh, wow. That's great. No, that's awful. That's terrible. It's embarrassing. It's tragic. Okay. So data, statistics, I'm rambling. Again, subscribe. We are one of the most censored podcasts, but we've still reached over 50 countries. That's 5-0. So please share it with a friend. Share it with more than one friend. And I'm trying to figure out, I still have friends that are not awakened. You know, this is the great awakening, right? It's basically the great awakening versus the great reset, which we all know by now. And I'm trying to figure out ways because I'll send them the data. I'll send them the videos. And it's just you know, that, 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 that mass formation or that psychosis, you know, whatever word you want to use, because that fear part in the brain is triggered, you do not have critical thinking. And so you're literally in a psychosis almost where you can get pushed this direction, that direction by the mainstream. When I say mainstream, I mean all of the outlets that distribute news on Twitter, on TV, on radio. I mean, from Daily Beast to CNN to MSNBC to Huffington or the Huff Post, like everything is it has an agenda because they are all pretty much it all ties back to either BlackRock, 
Vanguard, or State Street. Those are pretty, and those three are what the globalists own, those three funds. And that's pretty much what everything goes back out to. So um, it's very interesting. Uh, if you think of where the origin of, you know, this woke movement came from, it's really something that was combined with the funds, with the Black Rocks and the Vanguards. And they did a trade-off with one of this woke ink type of uh, uh, this uh, ideology. And uh, it was after the 2008, 2000, I didn't mean to go into this, but anyways, in the 2008, 2009 housing crisis, financial crisis in the United States, basically the banks and the, the big dogs with the money were like, you know what? We can actually make ourselves look good if we share a really good progressive message, right? And we fund those things and make other companies do those things because we direct the money. And as you know, Henry Kier once said, control the money, control the world. That was stage three after controlling the food and controlling the energy, both under attack right in front of our eyes, beneath our nose, above our chin. No, that's not a thing, but you know what I'm saying? It's all under attack. It is literally clown world. And so I'm trying to figure out how to articulate things in a way to, how do you wake people up that aren't awakened yet? And so this is something I'm just pontificating, something I'm thinking about. It's, it's basically fear, right? This is all fear. You trigger fear, you can control somebody. You can control their actions, their thoughts. You, you control them as a human being, for sure. So how do you crack that open? And fear truly is not real. You only think that it's real. Like what's on the other side of fear? Nothing. It's the same thing. It's an artificial mind block. And when you finally get out of that state of fear, you can start and realize what's really going on and that there really is some sort of like matrix that we live in. You know, it's wild. And it's a very meta thought. And because we were never trained or taught to think that way, it's very hard to grasp. And then you also think, and it's also cognitive dissonance, right? It's like you ask someone, you know, does big pharma do bad things? Yeah, they're terrible. Who paid the biggest fine ever? Pfizer. Oh my God, they're so bad. Well, what do you think about the vax? Oh, they're doing it to help people. Like what? Like what about the government? Do they, yeah, they do. They started these wars for no reason. Okay, well, do they have your best interest at heart? Yeah, of course they do. Like what? Like what is this cognitive dissonance? It's crazy. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. So it's cognitive dissonance, which is triggered from the origin of fear. And I'm going to start figuring out how to crack this fear mindset open to break it because once the fear is gone the people come together the people rise together and the whole globalist the whole gray reset dwindles to nothing and then we have the great awakening taking over the world okay instead of klaus schwab doing his fourth industrial revolution controlling us with 5g towers and nanoparticles and whatever they want to do that's i don't know if that's true or not but obviously they want to control you by controlling your money, your food, and your energy. And they're doing a damn good job executing that as of right now. Damn good job. But we're going to break that. So let's get into the data from the jab. What's going on here? Well, we know now. Now we're starting to get, and now another thing. I was asked about getting a chart about, oh, you know, the, he has all the charts except one linking that the cause of the vaccine. They didn't do double-blinded randomized studies. They didn't do the gold standards of studies where the only control group are the people that fought the coercion and fought the, the guilt and the, the prejudice, I don't even know how else to say it, 
to not be vaccinated today where they are the control group. They expected to have no control group. When they did the study, they had a control group and then they had a, a vaccinated group. When it was over, they vaccinated everybody. Now you might say, okay, they did that because they were going to get the vaccination anyways. And so why not get it from us? That's fine. But the point is there was no control group. So if something went wrong, you wouldn't know if it was from the vaccine or not because everybody was vaccinated. So the reason we have a control group is because people with courage and, and um, strong mental fortitude or whatever didn't get it. And so thankfully we have a control group. So there are no studies on it except from the dots that we can connect ourselves with the data that comes out of, for example, all-cause all mortality because we can't measure a lot of this stuff because the data was never taken on purpose. They didn't want this data collected. There is a reason for this, okay? You have to understand that the intent was with malice. It was bad. This was not a good thing, okay? This whole thought of Bill Gates being a good guy, let's just call it what it is like we do on this podcast. We tell the truth. He is not, okay? His dad was in eugenics. He is. That is what's going on, okay? I'm not sugarcoating this anymore. I'm just telling you how it is because no one else is telling you the truth or very few people are, I should say. Anyways, data, 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 statistics. Let's get into the juicy fruit, not the gum, the facts. So first one is Edward Dowd. The guy's nailed everything. He's going to walk through some charts. He's going to you know, explain it for people who are listening. And um, we're going to listen to that. And then we're going to Dr. Naomi Wolf, who really just calls the spade a spade. She does the same thing. She tells how it is. We're under attack. This is what's happening. They've injured certain groups of people, you know, to kind of, you'll, we'll get into that. So here are the data and statistics that everyone's been asking me for, and hopefully this will deliver. This is new. Uh, this was just released yesterday. And as I do, I curate the most honest, truthful, real news for you to listen to. So take a listen to this. Chart. Do we have a chart? Hold it. Do I have a chart that shows that? Because then that would be the Oh, the I have kill five shot. charts. That are gonna let's put, let's I have put, five charts. Keep walking. We got, we got plenty of time and this is so huge that I want, cause it's going to set the table for everything else we do. Keep going. All right, your let's charts. do chart one. I came on your show a couple uh, weeks ago. This is the disability data, raw data, U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. It's a, it's the real time employment survey. It's not tied to disability claims. There's no lag. It's real time, self-reported, statistically imputed. And you and I talked about the fact that it was running around 29, 30 million and it's risen to 33 million or about a 10% absolute increase. And you can see that it started in 2021 and that's just eyeballing it. Now let's go to the next chart that my PhD uh, partners in my hedge fund in Portugal uh, came up with. This is the civilian labor force. These are people that are available to work or, and or are working. That's about 161 million people. This is the rate of change analysis, the year over year rate of change. You can see it doesn't really change that much. And then suddenly, in uh, starting around May of 21, uh, we see a three standard deviation rate of change, a year over year rate of change. Okay, so this is Wall Street talk, but that's a signal. And you know, a three standard deviation event happens about, uh, that, that means that um, things were going on beyond the average that usually only occurred 0.003% of the time or 0.03% of the time. It's, it's, it's just like, when three standard deviation events happen on Wall Street, that's a signal. If this was a stock, I'd be, I'd be doing work on the stock to see what's going on here, to see if this trend would continue. So this is a trend change. All right, let's go to the next chart. This is the- So first of all, do you, do you understand what's happening here? 
He's looking at the workforce in the United States, the raw data, and connecting that there is a spike all of a sudden after the rollout of the jabs. That a three standard deviation increase in disabilities among the working class, which is a statistically significant increase. Something to look into. Is our government looking into it? Are the people that love you so much looking into it? No, they're not looking into it because obviously if you look into it, they probably won't find results that they want. So that's what's going on here. These are abnormal spikes that come all of a sudden in 2021. Totally out of the normal from the previous decade. Continue, Edward. Population, the total U.S. population broken down by men and women. And you can see the disability rate for men and women rose in 2021. And it rose from about a long-term average of 7.5% to 8%. This is the total U.S. population. So that, that increase in the disability rate is 6.6%. From 75 to 8 is 6.6%. Let's go on to the next chart. And we break it down into employed. Now, I want to walk everyone through the population set. So I just showed you the total U.S. population. Employed is a subset of the civilian labor force which is 161 million, the employed are the people who are willing to work uh, and work it. That's about 100 million. You can see the black line down on the bottom uh, is ages 16 through 64, which would be people who are uh, you know, working that aren't you know, retired. Uh, and you can see that, um, that there was a sudden stark rise in that rate. And the, it rose from about 3.1% um, to, let me see here, uh, 3.8% or a 22.6% rate of change uh, versus the 6.6% rate of change in the U.S. population. So curiously enough, employed people are getting disabled at a faster rate than the general U.S. population. And that's about 100 million people. Um, so I want you to keep that in mind because Naomi's going to go over that. So keeping that in mind that the employed people are being injured more than the unemployed. So keep that in mind as we continue. Let's go on to the next chart. And this is even more stark. Uh, you can see it eyeballing it. This is men and women. It's broken down by men and women. Uh, and you can see the rapid rate of uh, change in the disability rate. For women, it went from 3.1 to 4.1%, which is a 30% increase in the rate of disability. And in men, it went from 3.1 to 3.7% or 19% increase in the rate of disability. So the disability data shows that while overall it was only a 6.6% increase in the employed population, it went, off, it went off the charts and it was a major second derivative rate of change increase for this group. So we have disability data, we have group life data, which is a subset healthier population. And employed people tend to be health, healthier than the overall population. So why are healthy people experiencing higher death rates and disability rates than those who have choice and are not working in general? This is, this is, this is big metadata. So there's a signal here, huge signal. It's a mic drop. Uh, Ed, and, and by the way, I've got Naomi who, yeah. Yeah, go anyway, ahead, sir. This is, all, I'm, uh, this is all going in my book. I'm like, this is, I, I, this is right from my book. And I wanted to what, get it the out. The book is going to be published. Could, yeah, the uh, November 8th. The, bub, the I book is. I wanted to get this out because it can't, we can't wait for a book. 
Yeah. No, but so I want to go into this is what I don't understand. Um, why are the people are research? You came out of Wall Street and hedge funds and, and portfolio managers. Why, if you're a portfolio manager of insurance companies or even these, because I think the whole thing about them not having liability is going to get washed away here. Why are the research guys, why is it Ed Dowd and, and your partners, your PhD partners in, in Portugal? Why are you doing all this cutting edge analysis? Why would the, because this is going to have big movements in equity markets. This obviously is going to have huge political implications and, and liability. Why are the insurance companies and the reinsurers, why are they not all over this? Or is it behind the scenes or why, why is it not exploding? And why is this not on page one? of the New York Times and the cover of the New York Times Magazine, sir? Well, I have a, uh, a chief actuary whistleblower who is behind the scenes. It's cognitive dissonance. She's telling uh, her people what's going on. They don't care because they think everything's fine. The FDA, why wouldn't we be hearing this on CNN? And, you know, this, this, is, this, is, the, this is the biggest scandal ever because people just aren't aware and they think, no way could this possibly be happening. They just can't imagine it. Although there are lots of people in the insurance industry waking up, but they're scared, they're, they're few in number, and they see it, but they, they're just not coming out in force. We need a CEO of a major insurance company to say, I think it's the vaccine. And that would make national news. Well, even if he said it wasn't the vaccine, if he came out and said, hey, I don't think the numbers are lining up here, that it's not, COVID is not CCP COVID-19. It wouldn't that be a start? I mean, it's clearly got be to be start. something else because everything they've told us. That would be a start. And I know for a fact the insurance industry in their Q2 conference calls think that all these um, excess death rates and disability rates are going to trend towards normal. That, those are their projections. They have this going down every uh, for the next couple of years back towards normal. They're wrong. And I also am hearing chatter from some people that Q3 isn't looking so hot for insurance companies in terms of uh, returning to normal. And you're saying because the vax has already been taken and no matter, even if the vax wears off for the, for you know, what, what we know is the efficacy against the COVID-19, you're saying because the vax is in you, it's going to lead to increase, it's going to continue to lead to uh, increased mortalities, sir. The problem is the vaccination program continues to this day, and there are still people who continue to buy the party line and continue to get boosters. My hope is that this is dose dependent and that the more you get jabbed, the, the like, more likely you are to get injured and or die. Uh, what I don't want to contemplate is the fact that this is a ticking time bomb inside everybody. That I don't want to, I don't want to go there. But right now, the, the excess deaths are running around 20%. They continue but, to stay in the but, U.S. But and you, Europe. But, you, but you, you may not want to go there, but I just walked through 20 minutes of analysis that gets, I mean, how can anybody that knows anything about math come to any, how can a logical, rational person come to any other conclusion but that, sir? Well, they likely can't, but I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful there's a way to... Um, uh, reverse uh, the damage done. And there are protocols coming right now being worked on. They include uh, supplements, fasting, um, all sorts of different things to, to eliminate the spike protein. There are ways of eliminating the spike protein. And fasting seems to be one of the, the big ones that they're talking about.
So we know from people like Dr. Peter McCullough that the, that the spike protein is toxic. And I personally, not that you asked, but I'm super hopeful of innovation, of ways to, you know, like when people got sick many years ago of something, there might have been decades later or years later that a cure came out or some way to reverse it or manage it. That's going to happen again. That's what we do as humans. Okay. So I'm not going there either because I don't think that's going to happen. Sure. You know, there's excess mortality that's above the norm worldwide, um, you know, substantially above 10 to 20% above in some age groups, 40%, but we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. If this, uh, if this isn't tied some way to, you know, 5g tower frequencies or, you know, other investments, Bill Gates and those schmucks have, but, uh, I, I have faith in the people and I'm sure people like Dr. McCall and other great people like that are coming up with ways to heal this less lethal. Um, so do not give up hope. If you're in that group, I would keep hope. In fact, I would put more faith into hope and faith and, um, because there's no alternative because just to be down and upset and sad and negative is just going to probably lead to a worse outcome and stuff definitely affects physical health. Your mental health definitely impacts your physical health. Okay. I'm not a doctor, but you don't need to be a rocket scientist to know that if you have better mental health, you're probably in better physical shape. Okay. That's that. Now we want to get to Naomi Wolf, who basically takes these numbers and and talks about it from a political standpoint, if that makes sense. So she basically tells a story using these numbers you just heard. And I told you to keep in mind certain things from that, from that, from that bit or from that segment. So take a listen. Um, this is Dr. Naomi Wolf. She was uh, uh, widely respected until, you know, this whole pandemic thing or pandemic, whatever, which you have, if you haven't seen that documentary, pandemic one or pandemic two, pandemic three is coming out soon. Make sure you go on Rumble and search Plandemic 1 and Plandemic 2. It's a must-must-see. Share it with your friends. It's very, very good. Seen by 1 billion people. So this is uh, Dr. Naomi Wolf. She was an advisor, by the way, to Bill Clinton, President Clinton, and also Vice President Al Gore when he ran for president as well, which, by the way, both sides disputed that election. FYI, both sides were election deniers. So let's not forget history. Naomi Wolf discusses the bioweapon and suppression of harm to women from, from the jabs. She has been talking about the harm to women specifically. That's been her main focus because it's all in the Pfizer data and all that stuff. But take a listen to her talking about the numbers you just heard and putting a political story on top of that. It's really, really insightful. She's fantastic. She's also the author of The Body of Others, which is a must-read book. Must, must-read book. Along with COVID-19 and the global predators. Um, that is a well-cited, extremely important book as well. All right, here we go. Dr. Naomi Wolf. We just had, and by the way, you've said this from day one and everything you've kind of said has come true. Uh, you've also said, which backs up Ed's, that there's something seriously wrong. There's something, there's some serious questions about this vaccine from the data that you were able to get from federal courts freeing it up when it was supposed to be you know, behind closed doors or sealed up for 75 years. Walk us through your latest analysis and how it ties into the very disturbing set of mathematics that Ed Dow just walked her. I will, but first I just want to do a bridge from what Ed presented to what I'm about to say because it's completely related sure. to the, um, the, the extension of emergency law. So notice who's disabled, right? I mean, it's so striking. Ed 
it's not Ed's job to do political analysis, but he could have with his data, right? Um, so I'll chime in and say what Ed is saying is so important because I always say as a former political consultant, read history backwards, read events backwards, look at who benefits from a situation instead of uh, buying into the story that you're being told about the situation, because that's how it works as you know, Mr. Bannon, behind closed doors, first they choose the goal, all of them, left or right, and then they choose the narrative. So look at what Ed has shown us. If we were under attack by a foreign adversary, it would be the working population that would be disabled, right? It, it wouldn't be very old people, they don't matter. It wouldn't be children, they don't matter yet. It would be the people who keep the, the gears turning in the economy and who can simply protect the country from whatever nefarious plans um, may be ahead or, or, or really just keep, keep America going, right? But you create disability. And by the way, those numbers are bad, like a 30% rise in disability. That's for women, that's extraordinarily significant. Um, so, so America is already being uh, given a body blow, you know, by whatever is in, and I agree with Ed from having seen the Pfizer documents, in the vaccine that's disabling people. And the Pfizer documents have thousands of ways to disable people via these injections. I, you know, I've named them, I can go through that again, but it is no surprise from seeing the Pfizer documents that there's a 30% rise in disability among women and a 19% rise in disability among men. And it's no surprise, given my thesis that this is a bioweapon, that it is um, hitting the working population most. Who else got mandated? I've said this so many times, the military, firefighters, our healthcare workers. Um, none of us are in a position to respond if God forbid there's a uh, an external emergency, right? Our, our, our military can't respond. And in fact, I believe 50 uh, members of Congress have written a letter to that effect. Um, our healthcare workers can't respond. I mean, those people with disabilities include doctors, nurses, firefighters, um, you know, and our military members. I mean, 30% rise in women in the military being disabled, you know, 19% rise in disabilities among men in the military. That's catastrophic for our readiness. So all of this fits together. Um, what our latest is, and you know that I found that the injections, at least on the Pfizer side, are being made in a memorandum of understanding with the CCP, um, and that they're, they have opened manufacturing plants. Boson Pharma USA is manufacturing the BioNTech vaccine in Princeton, New Jersey, and in Boston, Massachusetts in 2021, and in 20, since 2021, and in 2021, there was a, and Ed will, you know, understand what this means. It's so huge. I'm glad to have a chance to talk to him about it directly on your show. But, you know, the SEC filing for BioNTech in 2021 showed as 100% completed a tech transfer, which could mean IP to China, right? Not to a Chinese individual, not to a Chinese company, to the to China. So that means this injection is via China now. All right. And now it is showing us that our working people are being disabled. If you want reading backwards, you want to take out an economy, you want to weaken an adversary, this is the perfect crime. And I think he's demonstrated that it took place, that it's taking place. Um, and so in terms of the Pfizer update, it's um, aligned uh, with what Ed has shown us. 
uh, my latest Substack um, put together all of the reports that have been coming out in the last two months from our War Room Daily Clout heroic uh, research volunteers who are going through those Pfizer documents. And what I've put together in one place in the Substack called uh, Ruining Women, it, it's got a longer title that you can go to, uh, Murdering Babies. Um, it's a list of the summaries of the reports that show literally 360 degree attacks on Pfizer documents on reproduction, on human reproduction. And, you know, we've talked about aspects of this again and again on this okay. show. This just puts it all in place. Okay. But hang, hang, hang on one second. Hang on one second. You two, and I've got to individually know you, you over the last year and a half or so, Naomi and, and Ed over the last year, are two of the more, you know, rational, smart. This is the, you know, uh, the people that when you fly around the world and you work on big financings or, or complicated situations like I did at Goldman Sachs in my own firm. Uh, and then in politics, you're the kind of people in the conference room. The, the Ed Dowds are in the conference room. The Naomi Wilson in the conference room. But but you're sitting here, and this is what I think a lot of people, not just in the audience, but even myself sometimes, when Naomi Wolf headlines a substack that lists all the analysis and reports that the Warren Posse volunteers of 3,500 with the lawyers under Amy Kelly have put together, and then Ed Dowd's got the huge you know, uh, analysis, mathematical analysis with all the charts, and it's going to be in his new book, but he wants to get it out. And, and Naomi Wolf says the headline is ruining women, murdering babies. And Ed Dowd is telling me that um, it's the vaccine that's caused this tremendous jump uh, that can't be explained by anything else among 19 percent among men and 30 percent among women. You, you, and Ed Dowd says it's going to be the biggest investigation in history, and the biggest scandal in history. And I think you've said that before on the, on the show. If people, I mean, in what environment if people did this in the apparatus, in the FDA, in big pharma, there are a ton of, of uh, they all can't be evil. So how did the, how did we how did we get to this point? I start with Naomi and then we're to get Ed. How did we get to this point if what you guys are saying is true? And that headline ruining women, murdering babies, you know, has the subtlety of a brick in the face. So, Naomi, let's start with you. And, and then I want to go to Ed. Are you saying why? Why are all the gatekeepers who are Ed and my colleagues or former colleagues going along with the worst? Yeah, thing I just can't imagine. I just can't. Yes, I can't imagine. You have the bar, the pharmaceutical companies, and you have the FDA, and you have the CDC, and and they have to be some good people in there. There has to be. How how has this evolved to a situation that we have thirty reports coming out of documents they wanted sealed, and you can now look at this and say, hey. This is ruining women and murdering your babies because the 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 data's there. And Ed can say the same thing that hey, it's the vaccine, and they essentially willing they actually knew this. And you actually make the part that hey, this is this is part of an attack of a bioweapon uh, by uh, probably our enemies of our country. The leap has to be that people on the other side willingly say other side, I mean, in big pharma, in the insurance companies, in, in the FDA and CDC, who have all come from the best schools in the nation and have right. been kind of good soldiers since they were six years old to do that. How, how did this happen that, that you actually feel that, that, that it, 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 you can actually headline it, ruining women, murdering babies, and they can say, hey, this is going to be the biggest investigation and scandal in history because this was knowingly and willingly done. Ma'am. Yeah, well, uh -huh. 
I mean, two things, and I'm really interested to hear what Ed says about this as well, um, because th these are people, you know, good people, right? These are our, our friends and colleagues. We all went to college with them. We, you know, you're quite right. We jet around the world, at least we did until 2020, and hang out with these people, and they are literally in lockstep with a murderous global regime. Um, well, I mean, I guess first, deniability is such a big thing, right? There's a reason that um, presidents are kept from knowing the details of horrible things that are being done in their name. Um, and, you know, will no one rid me of this meddlesome priest is the quote. You know, uh, Ed and I have, and other people on your show and other important dissidents like the dissident doctors have put together important pieces of a mosaic. And so people who are following the rare platforms like yours where we're putting together that mosaic actually see what's happening. Whereas um, people in hospitals or people in the White House or people in even the FDA, they only, they're allowed, and this is the genius of how these evildoers structured this great assault on humanity, um, they are only allowed to see a little tiny piece, their own little tile of the mosaic. So they can continue to claim to have no knowledge or to dismiss us as conspiracy theorists, crazy people, and so on. The second thing I would say is look, look what's happened to all of us. I mean, I hope Ed in Hawaii is, you know, safe and well, but you know, I was made an example of globally. My reputation was turned upside down. Um, you know, my career was destroyed, but from the White House down, you know, from the White House down. So that's what happened. You know, you have your own things you're faced with. People are trying to stop you. Um, Peter Navarro has his own things, you know, that he's dealing with. Like the, for, the poor dissident doctors, you know, they have had, as Peter McCullough said, that the, the letters erased behind their name institutionally, they face lawfare. Um, you know, if, if, I, if I didn't live with my bodyguard, if I didn't marry my bodyguard, I don't know that I would keep telling the truth the way I have been. You know, and I think each of us is unusual and we probably have some kind of core of faith where we don't think this is the only thing that's gonna happen to us in our journey in the universe, but you know, uh, they've done a very good job making it very, very costly to know, right? It's much less costly to just not know. And that was true in Nazi Germany. You know, I just, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't see them bring my neighbor to a cattle car, right? Just don't know, don't look, avert your eyes, much less costly. And I guess the last thing I would say is that um, they're impressive. And this is, again, I think of the CCP being so orderly, um, but it's also the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, World Economic Forum. They created top-down structures in every single civil society institution in our country and around the world. And so, you know, the Politico article that you and I were going to talk about last week is very relevant. Um, it shows that the WHO and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, um, other nonprofits like uh, EcoHealth Alliance and the World Economic Forum stepped in uh, at the start of the pandemic over the heads of nation states and set these um, these systems in place almost that trickle all the way down. So they got all the hospitals, they bribed and threatened them, um, and they went all the way down to the you know public health uh, boards at the state and local level, all the way down in this very military style. Same thing with the DNC and state after state, you know, I would try to talk about these issues the Republican legislators would talk to me and the Democrats were like lockstep because the order had come down from the DNC and probably all the way from the White House. Um, you know, and so in civil, in the schools, right? 
the curricula, the pressure goes all the way down in the public schools. Take the vaccine, inject it. Um, you know, COVID narrative, don't question it. Uh, mask your child. So they really covered um, in a very militaristic way in the sense of chain of command. They created a, a, a series of silos of our whole civil society that pressured people, bribed people, and threatened people to keep quiet and go along with the program. That's my best answer. Wow. 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 Uh, Ed, Ed, you're, you're, uh, by the way, we've, we've got to take that political article and we're going to do a special on that with you and some others because it's so, it's so important. And it was their investigative report. Unbelievable. So that's what's happened. She knows. Uh, she, I, well, I won't say she knows, but I mean, it's a, it's the same views that I have. It's the same thing we've been talking about on this podcast for some time. I mean, this is nothing new. It's a very hard concept to grasp. The fact that, especially in America, but in the UK, in the Western world, I should say, which is what most of this podcast, most of the listeners are, is that you really never lived in a rough time. You grew up in literally not only the most peaceful time ever, but there was perfect globalization with the production of goods and services and things like that, where everything was this perfect moment in time where everything connected perfectly. That had never happened before in history, in human history. And now that's also crumbling away. It's breaking off and we are entering a new world or a new era. We are going into a different world. I understand how meta and crazy that concept is, but you need to understand that that is true. And if you read the fourth turning, if you read the sovereign individual, if you read the changing world order, if you read these books, the end of the world is just the beginning. All of these books, then you'll be like, oh, wow, it makes perfect sense. Sure, I was never trained or taught to think like this. And this is really, really big really huge. So it's hard to grasp because your brain never functioned this way, but it will make sense. You need to educate yourself. You can't just listen to me and you definitely can't just read headlines. Otherwise that's going to keep you in this whole mess. You need to become educated from the right sources. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm doing my best to curate the most credible news that is real. So you can start learning truth from fiction because it is really a real saying that truth is a lot stranger than fiction. We know that now. If there's anything I've learned from 2019 to today, it's that, <laughs> okay? So listen, that's a lot of data, a lot of statistics. I'm still trying to crack this egg corn or whatever you want to call it of how do you break through the fear that people can't get by, but it's all fear. The people who are stuck in this psychosis or in this mass formation, it's because of fear. Fear is triggered in their mind. They may not even recognize it, but there is a fear, a fear of dying, fear of getting COVID, fear of something. There is a fear of something and we need to break that. And I'm thinking, I thought it'd be a mix of like truth and comedy. And that's like kind of what I'm trying to do here. I know I'm not that funny, but sometimes I am. Or so they say, I don't know who they are. I don't know who to reference Just say they, or say experts, just say broad terms like that. And all of a sudden you're, 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 whatever you say becomes fully credible. Experts warn you should never go outside again. Experts say you should live in a, climate center created by justin trudeau <laughs> crazy there really are climate centers and they really are i mean when this energy catastrophe goes down in the in, in europe and we see germany fall which i've predicted many times before that's going to happen but it's all gonna happen and by the way the, if you didn't realize the central bank digital currency of the u.s dollar that framework and implementation by the biden administration 
has been proposed for December 13th, 2022. The central bank digital currency is scheduled to be implemented December 13th, 2022. That is this year. That is months away. And like I said, it's going to be with food. You got to use the central bank digital currency. And if you don't say good things about Joey, then you don't get food. Not this week, pal. Come on, pal. The inflation only went up 0.1. It's not. The, listen, it's only 8.3. It was. You're not. You're acting like it's 8.2. Like, like it just shot up. It's not how it works. You don't compare it. It didn't go up 0.1. No, it's literally up 8.3. Whatever the number is is what it's up. You lost 8.3% purchasing power. Wake up. Wake up, people. We're being played and we're being messed around with, and it's for you to lose and for them to gain. The global elites. Let's tell it how it is. Please share this with a friend. We're one of the most censored podcasts. Please go to patreon.com forward slash ownership economy. Give a donation if you like this work. I would appreciate it. Helps me continue doing this. Maybe even do better work, perhaps. Um, If that's even possible. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Please subscribe to the Jonathan Kogan Show. Please subscribe. Please listen to previous podcasts. Please share relevant ones to your friends, to your family, to people who need to know this stuff. Please. We're going to get this truth out there. We're going to win. We've never lost, by the way. There's more peasants than ever as of right now. So we've literally never lost. Get the truth out there. Please share this. Share whichever episode's appropriate. Go to jsk.transistor.fm forward slash subscribe. Share that link with everybody you love and like or hate. Who cares? But you shouldn't have hate in your heart. It's a waste of a spot. All right. Have a great morning, great evening, great afternoon, wherever the hell you are in this world. You are loved. I love you if no one told you today. And I really do mean that you are special in your own way, however goofy that might be. And please subscribe to the John the Kogan Show. Please share it with at least one person. Thank you from the bottom of my soul for listening. And if you've been listening for a while, I appreciate it. I'm gonna, I really am going to start putting stuff on patreon.com for slash ownership economy. So please at least Go there and follow. Don't even, you know, donate if you want. If you don't want, it's whatever. Um, Thank you. Seriously. We're going to get through this. I know it's rough, but we're in clown world and we are going to take our world back. Have an amazing day, an amazing night. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the John Kogan Show. Until tomorrow. Adios, amigo, amiga.